Hello and welcome to another Tabletop Games Blog Saturday review. The tigers were stealthily making their way onto the meadow where the goats were grazing. Watching their calm and coordinated approach made you believe there was going to be only one outcome and it wasn't going to be in favor of the goats. However, the sheer number of grazing animals didn't make it easy for the hunters. It didn't take long for one animal to sense danger. <coughs> Suddenly, the whole flock was alert and bunched together, making it virtually impossible for the large cats to attack. It was now their turn to make the next move in this <coughs> back chow from Memory Games. Even though the game was actually highly abstract and very strategic two-player board game, its name, which is Nepali for Tiger Game, is very apt. As you take turns playing as the tigers and then the goats, you can almost see in your imagination how the drama will unfold. As the big cats thin out the herd by taking out one animal after another, the goats fight back by pushing the hunters into smaller and smaller corners, making it hard, if not impossible, for them to move. It's never clear who will come out victorious. The goal of the tigers is clear, kill all the goats. The goats, on the other hand, need to block all four tigers, which isn't easy. All animals move one step along the lines of a 5x5 grid that's intersected diagonally as well as horizontally. Additionally, tigers can jump across a single goat to kill it. So if the goats pair up, they can block the tigers in. That's easier said than done though. Back Chow reminds me a little bit of the German game Müller, with the way pieces move around and can jump over each other, mixed with the tactic of blocking the opponent in checkers. If you've played either or even both of these games, you are likely to have a small advantage. Ultimately though, the game is like so many other abstract strategy games. It's very easy to learn, but very hard to master. It's also the sort of game that can easily play with some scratches in the dirt and a handful of pebbles or similar tokens. It's obvious to me why this game has had such an appeal in Nepal. As it turns out though, Bak Chow has faded away. It's only relatively recently that it gained in popularity again, and Memory Games' crowdfunding campaign has done a little bit to help the game survive. As a pay-what-you-want project, there was never any guarantee that it would fund and go into production, but the kindest of strangers prevailed. Mind you, the version that Christina and Tomas have created is really lovely. It comes in a small silken drawstring pouch with a silken cloth game board and small wooden game tokens. It looks really gorgeous and feels very luxurious. Being so compact, the whole game easily fits into handbag or coat pocket. It also doesn't take up much space on the table, and playing time is pretty quick. That makes Backchow ideal for playing on the train, bus or even plane, as well as in a pub or restaurant. In fact, I played this game with my wife on the train through Germany. It was the perfect time filler. While being a very strategic game, there's also a lot of tactics involved. Yet, unlike games such as chess, Bakchal doesn't make you have to think too hard. There will be situations where you do need to plan a few steps ahead, 
just to make sure you don't miss anything, but it's never so bad that you sit there for minutes thinking about your next move. I think the game is much more about spotting what the opponent is likely to do next. It's more of a spatial game in that sense. You can easily miss a tiger's next kill or the fact that the goat can block your tiger in on the next turn. You do need to keep a close eye on everything. So if you fancy an ancient game that you can easily take anywhere and play virtually everywhere and that trains the brain without being too much of an effort, then that shell is definitely for you. At the same time, you can do your bit to keep this lovely game alive, which is a wonderful feeling. Thank you for listening to this Tabletop Games Blog Saturday Review Podcast. Please check the description below for links mentioned in this episode as well as to the written version of this article on the blog. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, give us some stars or leave a review. Please also tell your friends about me and if you want to offer financial support, check out my Patreon Ko-fi pages, links to which you'll find in the blog at tabletopgamesblog.com. So thank you again for listening and I hope to see you again soon. This podcast was made possible by the generous help of my supporters. Royal Patron, Sean Newman. Magic Champion, John Risley. Castle Guards, David Miller and James Naylor. Dice Masters, Alex Bardi, Paul Grogan and Robin Kay. And Shining Lights, Jacob Davis, Gavin Jones, Sarah Reed and Richard Simpson.